Hello, welcome to the Physique Master Podcast. This is Scott Tuzna, along with Brian Cron. Today we're going to be talking about a recent study that was uh, just published this month uh, that looked at 51 um, competitors. It, they were all entering the same show, I believe it was over in Europe. Um, some male, some female, a little more males and females competitors here. And it just followed them throughout their contest prep. It was about a 24-week uh, preparation where they were followed throughout this study. And basically they were looking at kind of the methodology, the, the basic methodology that a lot of these competitors use, how many calories they're consuming on average, their macro breakdown, and how much weight they were losing on average per week. So pretty interesting. We don't know um, a lot of the insights, the background into their training styles, their if they were doing cardio, were they including refeeds? Um, all that stuff. We're just getting a basic, basic information on their, their general um, caloric intake, macro breakdown, and how much weight they were losing per week. Which is, it, it just kind of for us, <laughs> to me, it validates kind of the, the bodybuilding type of approach to fat loss. An approach that a lot of people will knock. They'll say we're too rigid, too extreme, too bland, too boring. Calorie counting, tracking, all this stuff doesn't work. Um, and obviously, this this works when you, when, you, when you look at the study here. When people are are committed, I think I think the one element that is not discussed often enough is having an event tied into yeah. a goal like this. So uh, mm -hmm. these people had a contest that they were getting ready for. They're going to be on stage, um, so they want to look their best. There's nothing more. Nothing has driven me more to stick to my plan as stepping on stage. I don't want to look like a fool uh, when I get up there. Whereas if I'm getting ready for a beach vacation or something like that, yeah, yeah. I want to look good. But eh, if I didn't quite yeah. hit my goal, it's not a big deal. I'm, I'm close yeah. enough type thing. But really nice to kind of validate the, the bro approach to uh, nutrition. What's up, cheapy dog? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Is this? Yeah, you're all yawn in the background. Let's let's see. What's up, dog? Oh my gosh! <laughs> he was just snoozing here. I thought it'd be all great to record the show. He's sorry, fine. Sorry, that's, that scared the hell out of me. Um, yeah, man. I mean, well, anything that validates like bodybuilders are the best in the world at getting lean for a specific date. So um, that should be the first place we look. Um, for methods that work, you know, and they might not always be the most, sometimes not the healthiest methods or, or mentally fit methods, but they definitely know what they're doing in that respect. So, yeah. Yeah. Lots, lots of things that I really liked about this study. I think, so the main thing they're, they're really looking at preserving muscle mass here, which is a big goal for, for competitors. You want to, you want to yeah. drop the weight, but you want to do so. And in, in an intelligent way where you're going to preserve your, your muscle mass as you're, as you're dropping weight. Um, so I think one of the things they were looking at was their, their macro breakdown. They wanted to see like, are they dropping carbs? Are all these guys on low carb diets? What's, what, uh, what are they doing to keep their energy levels up and preserve muscle mass? And, uh, carb intake for the men was around 52% on average yeah, for women was 59%. So that's, that's up there for, for carb intake. Maybe they have bigger cravings than we do for carbs, especially as they're, they're competing. Um, I forget what the protein intake was, but for, for fat, men were right around the 22%. So still in a, I think as long as you're above 20% for guys, mm -hmm. uh, it's you're in a pretty de decent spot. It's, fats have to drop down a, a bit. 
um, just to make room for those calories. But uh, it was good to see that it didn't dip below 20. But for the women, on average, it was 12%, which shocked the hell out of me. And that's, so 12% of their, their diet. Um, yeah, so way, way how do, yeah, that to me doesn't seem – it's possible, but it doesn't seem probable. Like twelve percent fat in a diet, so um, that's kind of raises an eyebrow with me. Like, if it, how accurate that really is, because um, mm-hmm. even if you go on just uh, just trace trace fats, I mean that's you're well, yeah. I guess I, I guess it's yeah, it's possible. Yeah, sure wouldn't be fun. Yeah, and, no, <laughs> or would be optimal in my opinion. Yeah, and it's we've talked in the past about. Yeah errors in tracking that's that's the one thing to look at yeah. is all right it's self-reported okay numbers yeah. that people are giving and there's there's definitely a large room for error in that a lot of people like when they're dieting they tend to underestimate what they're yeah. eating when they report your stuff but i was actually surprised with this study that the numbers were relatively high um, on average I think for the women was between 1700 and 1800 calories for men it was like above 3000 this was at the start i think they broke it down in phases they broke it down three phases where they were reporting in and it tapered as the con as they got closer to the contest size. so calories were dropping but on average 12% like even if you're I, I i don't know if it was a reporting error but if that's an error I, obviously someone yeah. would be even lower than 12% some would be a little bit higher but I almost wonder if among female competitors, if it's not so much a, a carb phobia that we see out there in the general population, if maybe women in prep are more fat phobic and avoiding fats and they're just to keep room for mm. other tasty foods that are carb higher in carbs or something. I, well, it, 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 other, it does speak to the, like one of the problems, legitimate problem with a, you know, really strict quote unquote bodybuilding diet is you're, probably eating the same foods day in day out like most people do especially towards the towards the end and if they are exclusively using extremely low fat proteins you know like tilapia and canned tuna and you know you know even avoiding oatmeal for the trace fat and just yeah i mean that's that is possible and that is one a legitimate issue that a legit issue with a, a strict strict bodybuilding diet is that yeah you can have these nutritional deficiencies but context is everything like you're not they're not following that year round it's for hopefully like a very kind of condensed period unless these people were prepping at 12 percent the whole time i mean that's right yeah no i think it would have dropped down it seems to yeah i'll have to take a look at that uh, a little bit deeper but i think it's more on average throughout that 24 yeah. week period that uh yeah that it was 12 percent. and the crazy thing is that these people were coached like 88% of the women mm-hmm. had a coach. So you've yeah. got a coach and they're fine. Like that'd be a red flag for me at like 12%. Hell no. <laughs> you got to get that up there. I don't, especially mm-hmm. for a women. I, I, I don't like to see them below 20% uh, fat mm-hmm. intake. Uh, hormonally, yeah. I think it's going to yeah. mess them up pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, yeah. there's a lot of, and it didn't go into other things like you mentioned like did they you know like kind of the minutia things we talk about like refeeds and their meal timing meal frequency yeah. all, nah, yeah. n- none of that which is kind of good 
in a sense, yeah. because those are the things that a lot of people vote. Let's look at all the bodybuilders who followed intermittent fasting versus all the bodybuilders who oh, God. did it. Yeah, they get, they get crazy there. But no, it just focused on their caloric and their macro intake and kind of took that average there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so no, no minutia. But the great thing is that they all, it was a nice, slow mm-hmm. and steady process, like losing on average just under half a percent of their total body weight per week which is uh-huh. a nice slow and steady approach which is great that it all comes down to giving yourself enough time that's something that a lot of people don't do when they're aiming to lose fat it's all about the 12-week contest and here there's like doubled the time of a normal transformation that you see out there uh-huh. um, so uh-huh. that was really good to see i'm gonna let my dog out you can keep uh, talking <laughs> there <laughs> well i'm always very skeptical of anything where it's self-reported to i always factor in um <laughs> a, a high degree of skepticism because especially you know especially in that competitive set, like when people start getting really deprived the numbers tend to get fudged a little bit and uh i know a great many coaches who deliberately not saying i've never done this but they will deliberately uh set calories low just knowing that their clients are they're gonna they're gonna come in higher anyway yeah so they kind of like they kind of fabricate in a buffer um and it works it works you know, I try not to do that too often. I admit I've done that with myself. Uh, I'll deliberately, you know, set my numbers on the low end, knowing that, you know, out of kind of laziness that I'll probably come in, because I don't measure super strictly all the time. I might, I'll be coming in a couple hundred calories over, and I still get to the same place. Um, so that's, that is a limitation with anything that's like self-reported like that. Mm-hmm. So unless they're getting, unless they're getting their meals delivered to them by the whomever's conducting the study and everything's controlled, and they're being followed around by somebody with a taser. So if they like graze at something, they get zapped. You know, you have to always kind of like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I think this was just kind of the, yeah. the cool thing about it. It was just getting a general idea of, of yeah. a typical kind of prep that people would, would mm-hmm. go through. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I'm sure all of them had their own little intricacies, yeah. their little differences and everything. And, it, and that's a good thing too. Just finding something that works for you just based on. Um, yeah. A caloric intake, your macro breakdown that suits you best, and just knowing more than anything what's going to allow you to take that nice, slow, and uh, and steady mm-hmm. approach. But yeah, I think the big takeaways from this is to give yourself time, like take that mm-hmm. slow and steady approach. Um, and but you do it. things, bit, but you do things a bit differently, though. I yeah. know you prefer to jump in a little bit more aggressively than actually bring calories up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this was uh, these guys in this study. On yeah. average, people like their calories dropped. I think it was lower, like at the end towards the the contest date. It was like five hundred to eight hundred calories less than at the beginning. So that's a pretty yeah. significant drop from the the uh-huh. beginning time frame. I prefer to do the opposite. Like I, especially when they they said like the focus of this was to preserve lean muscle mass. I like to in the beginning yeah. when you have more fat. On your body be more aggressive because you're less likely to lose muscle mass the more fat you have the leaner you get especially if you're contest lean if you try to be aggressive with your diet at that point you're gonna be like you're increasing your risk of losing losing some some lean body mass there so if I start mm-hmm. more aggressive and then slowly bumping up my calories bumping up my calories or my deficit is smaller and smaller really like ideally for me i like to get as damn close to maintenance by the time contest 
comes, mm-hmm. I feel like I look fuller. I kind of grow into the show. So give yeah. yourself plenty of time where like towards the end, I'm, I'm yeah. right there, damn close to maintenance. I look fuller. I'm more energetic on the stage. And then when the contest is over, I'm at maintenance. Like I'm, I'm there to maintain. There's no rebound. I'm less likely to rebound. Mm-hmm. And, um, I find towards the end of contest prep, when your body fat is really, really low, your mind can fuck with you. So if you allow yourself to to have a little bit more yeah. food in your diet, yeah. I find you're less likely yeah. to go through the to lose your mind there basically. So I think if you're you're already you're you're super lean, you've been dieting for 24 weeks here, like the the idea of getting more and more aggressive, it just it's like a more and more stress sign. Like I can't wait for this to be over. I can't wait for this to yeah. be over. So I, I prefer to to take take the opposite approach there it makes sense i mean the way they do it is pretty much typical and the reason for lowering your calories is that your metabolic rate lowers like you lose body yeah. weight your metabolism is going to slow down you, you don't burn as well, many calories so yeah you, and you, you just move less it, you, you end up yeah and that's i guess that's the other reason why i like to bump up my calories to yeah. as I, go, yeah. I have more energy like i said i get on stage i'm feeling good about myself while everyone else yeah. is looking run down so it's mm-hmm. like kind of like to take that that opposite uh, mm-hmm. that opposite approach there, but uh, and it also though it does depend on the population you're working with. Like if you're not like that's a contest specific, yeah, uh, you know, context where if you're working with someone who's just they want to get lean for the first time or the second time, you kind of give them as much as they can handle and 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 then slowly take it away as they build confidence and as they get used to it, you know. Yep. So it's, it's a different kind it's of It's very thing. individual. That's an awesome. Yeah. That's an, that's an yeah. excellent point. It, it is yeah. very individual because there's going to be some people who they need that instant gratification, that immediate, I'm in a deficit. I, I'm, I'm dieting down right now. I need to see that scale move. I need to feel some sort of like yeah. it's paying off. Whereas other people, it's like, all right, let's ease in to this. I don't want to feel too deprived right now. I I want to sustain this for a little longer. I'm in this for the long haul. Then, yeah, I, I like that approach of mm-hmm. easing into it. And then as they yeah. get into that groove, you all right, I can handle this. I can take a little bit yeah. more, a little bit more. It's, you know, both smart what, approaches. Yeah, and what do they have in common, though, is, is, is a structure and a plan and not like crazy throwing gimmicks and tricks and, you know, chicanery <laughs> metabolic chicanery and shit just like setting a plan sticking to it and not making rapid adjustments like that's giving yourself a lot of time mm-hmm. yeah that's that those are the those are the, the really important factors so cool exactly very mm-hmm. cool man yeah yeah, yeah it would be fun to see more insights into mm-hmm. everything else that goes on in their lifestyle their training do they do cardio how were they sleeping? Yeah. Um, supplements, it did break down. They were taking more supplements than the average person. But in part, I think a lot of that, <laughs> caffeine was a big one for them. Yeah. So obviously they're feeling pretty tired and run yeah. down, trying to keep their energy up as they're getting closer. But like protein supplements, all that, they, they had a list of things that they were taking. Yeah. That's kind of, kind of standard stuff to get them through um, the prep there. But yeah, it would have been nice to have some more insights, but at the same time, I'm really glad that it was bare bones, basic, just focused on, yeah. on the, on the intake that they were going because, for and the consistent yeah. progress. It was all about consistency and tracking 
and just staying on top of it. So, because um, that's literally ninety percent of it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Very cool. I'll make sure I link down below to the uh, the study there. You guys can take a look at it. The whole thing is is out there in the public, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it's just it's pretty interesting stuff to to take a look at. And uh, that's it for today, Physique Master Podcast. We'll catch you again next time.